Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Getting crashed position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Come on, Kyle Bush speaks, and a whole hell of a lot of people listen, but do they respond? We'll get to that coming up here from the Lucas Oil Studios. How you doing, man? Kenny Sargent, Statman, Crash Gladys. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. World of Outlaws, the SRX, Tony Stewart, Ray Evernham series, and the NHRA. We got it for you tonight, Freak Nation. Atlanta, the old Atlanta is now old Atlanta. The next time we see those cup cars on Atlanta, It'll be the new Atlanta. We'll get to that coming up here in the Freak Nation. And if I sound a little bit out of balance, because I got water in my left ear, I cannot get it out no matter how damn hard I try and shake it out of my ear, it's still there. If I just kind of sound like a little, whoa, I'm over here and over there, it's because I got water in my ear. Swimmer's ear sucks. It's not, is that what the hell it is? I used to have that as a kid a lot, but I don't know if that's exactly what you have, but if it is, it sucks. Do you have any pain involved? No. We're, we're just going to well, die. You know, it has, and, and it has a lot. Uh, I'm coming off a little round of bronchitis, too. Uh, uh, a lot of pounds of phlegm have been barking out for about six or seven days. So we got that covered. Statman, do you still use Q-tips? <laughs> yes, from time to time. But this is not a time in history to have uh, problems with your respiratory system. Correct. Correct, Mundo. No, it's the just as ear canal. It's the first time I had a problem with the respiratory system since probably what 2019. Okay. Yeah, and that's why I was back on wearing a mask today (laughs) and and PetSmart after the fact. Yeah, right. There you go. We'll get through this damn thing. We'll do a six zero two two six zero ninety one ninety one six zero two two six zero. 9191. That's 602-260-9191. And I got to say this, man. You have to follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks every week prior to the cup race. We throw it out there. Give us your picks for the cup race. We pick a winner or we pick a contestant. And if you beat us, we send you home with a set of general tires. That's as easy as it went. Uh, Suave, what are we? We're, we're getting incredible amounts of entries now. I think we started out with negative six. Now we're up to 600. Entries per race, is that true? This week for Atlanta was the most highly contested mm. of all time. We had over 50 responses this week. So I wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean that we had more competition in our contest than they had on the racetrack? Oh, Ooh, man. Stat man, what is going on? Shots fired. Oh, my goodness. How we're rolling tonight, Freak Nation. Just be sure you follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks are there for on Facebook and of course on Instagram. And do you want to do something old, what old folks still do? They call. In fact, I called Richie three or four days ago. And I Richie, did, did you, you understand do? that your phone was ringing? Uh, here's the thing, Kenny. I'm a millennial. We have mm-hmm. our phones on silent mm. 100% of the time. And I was in the middle of a nap, so there is no way in heck I was ever going to answer that phone call. <laughs> so you went millennial and boomer in one sentence. In one sentence. <laughs> Boomers aren't the only ones who nap. I think everyone naps these days. Stat, you're good about that. You're If you want to get straight to the point, you call. 
you know, if you want to have fun on text, we'll, we'll do that. But if you want to get straight to the point, you'll call me. Yeah. I mean, once I get my uh, dial tone squared away and get the wrinkles out of the phone lines going to the wall, uh, get that all worked out, then the dial seems to work okay. Yeah. Coming up in about seven minutes, there are so many things that came out of Kyle Bush's mouth in one Kyle Bush's mouth in one press conference yesterday. We're going to hit about five of them, and I'm leaving about seven or eight more comments on the table. They are wow. freaking legendous, and it's tees up perfect for Statman. Every one of these sound bites, <laughs> except for maybe one, is going to be a slowly I turn type. Like oh, it's going to be nails on the chalkboard for Statman. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's going to be greatness. Of course, Kyle Busch saying that this is the last Xfinity race yesterday is the last Xfinity race that he's going to run. Good. Well, and the Who retired in 1985, too, and they've been on tour ever since. Remember the Scorpions when they were in our studio for their oh, retirement tour that. in you know 2010? Is that the oh, band I- that climbed into a car and set off the alarm? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. No, they, no. So we're going to listen. We're going to see Kyle Busch back in an Xfinity car. I'll, I'll bet all my damn who and stones and who else is retired and Scorpions albums and Motley Crue. I'll bet all that stuff. Yeah. All right, Freak Nation. Crash Gladys pit news and notes coming up. Going to bring in another round of affiliates. And as promised, some legendary quotes from Kyle Busch post Xfinity race yesterday after his brother won today. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates tonight, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, Lucas Oil Studios, Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, as I said at the top of the show, I've got a little bit of swimmers here coming off the tail end of some bronchitis, and the freaking Suns game is on. Because, again, we're based in Phoenix, so you got to watch the Suns and Bucks. And they're down about 20 right now. Ah, well, yeah. Is that damn bad? Yeah. What are they down by right now, Richie? 22. Okay. Okay, even worse. Sorry about that. I thought the – anyway, uh, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself, your family, your friends a favor and roll on General Tire. They got a line of tires for everything that's in your garage. Don't believe me? Check them out. GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Well, this week showcased the SBs, the Bush brothers in Atlanta, and Team Andretti from NYC to Milwaukee. While Cooper Webb, unfortunately, did not take home the SB for Best Male Extreme Athlete, and Lewis Hamilton did not capture Best Male Athlete, at least Lewis could fall back on Best Driver Award, of which he won yet again. Formula E ran a doubleheader in the Big Apple with Race 1 measured brilliantly by... Kenny's favorite name for a race car driver, Maximilian Gunther. Oh, I yes, like that. you have yourself a Gunther out there. Gunther drives for Andretti Autosport in the Formula E series, so it was awesome seeing an American team on top in NYC. Before we get to race two on Sunday, let's stick with that Andretti name for a bit, okay? Fly over to Slinger Speedway in Wisconsin, where round five of six for the SRX Racing Series took place, and it was more Andretti mojo wreaking havoc. Give Marco that green-white checkered finish, and he'll do what it takes to grab the checkers. That's exactly what Marco Andretti did by beating local favorite Luke Fenhouse to the stripe for the win. And cue the Twitterverse collectively saying that, oh, hey, wait, maybe Marco needs to convert to stock cars to revive his career. 
Oh, boy. All right. Back to NYC for Formula E's race two on Sunday. And it was straight domination by Sam Bird, who now leads the points again, heading into his home race in London. NASCAR race in Atlanta. Well, Iowa and Atlanta. So let's start with the trucks on the dirt in Knoxville, Iowa, because there was some serious drama there, including a 17-car pileup that rivals Dega and Tona. Throw in a four or throw in four freaking attempts at a green-white checkered, adding 29 overtime laps to the scheduled distance. Finally, Timmy Hill pulled out the dirt win thanks to his lead after the final four-car pileup. In Atlanta, it was all Bush all the time. Kyle Bush winning the Xfinity Series race on Saturday, but his comments may be karma-ing him. Kurt Busch with the win in the Cup Series on Sunday. More from Kyle Busch coming up next. Erica Enders here in the Freak Nation and World of Outlaws Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits in the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey, man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Tasha, did you know Geico could save you hundreds on car insurance and a whole lot more? So what are you waiting for? Hip-hop group tag team to help you plan dessert? Ah, uh, fresh vanilla, rocky road, chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. Scoop, there it is. Scoop, there it is. Scoop, there it is. Scoop, there it is. Scoop, shakalaka, 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 shakalaka. Geico, switch today and see all the ways you could save. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil, it works. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil 8 Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fixed 24-7, 365. Your soap is Ugh. And your body wash is a synthetic detergent. But you're not a dish. You're a man. Switch to Dr. Squatch Natural Soap for Men. For men who build things. Open pickle jars on the first try. Slay dragons. And let their daughters braid their hair. Men who like to feel good and smell. Titillating. Dr. Squatch takes you places you never thought you'd go. Naked. You're listening to Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, Redefined. 
LucasOil.com, great website to check out a lot of products to keep your ride or your rides on the road. Sports car, motorcycle, boat, rifle, care what you got. LucasOil has your product has a product to keep your ride on the road or your products by the tune. Go to LucasOil.com. That's LucasOil.com. Statman, you ready? I've never had it so good. I'm ready for anything, partner. All right. Well, I just want to make sure that um, you are prepared for the next uh, 10 minutes that we're about to give you. Statman, of course, it's incredible. It's Statman. You walk it. Statman got a third bedroom in his uh, Hollywood bungalow just to hang all of his Kyle Bush gear in. It's inc- it's just nuts. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's got so much. You got to have a separate room for it. <laughs> so Kyle Bush. Allegedly said, well, he didn't allegedly, allegedly, allegedly is uh, ret- hanging it up from the Xfinity Series. He w- he won yesterday. Frankly, he's had an incredible career, not just in Cup, but he has in the Xfinity Series and the Truck Series. Uh, he won yesterday in Atlanta. Uh, wasn't very a very popular win, given what he did to Hemrick there at the end. But regardless, he got himself a win. And Kyle Busch says that he's going to retire from the Xfinity Series. Statman got excited because he thought he was going to retire from racing, but nope, not him. <laughs> and oh my gosh, Kyle Busch and this, these, the, all these sound bites from Kyle Busch yesterday from Atlanta after the Xfinity race after his win. And this is uh, this is Kyle Busch talking about uh, how he he sh- he thinks NASCAR should rethink the rules on only what five races in trucks, five Xfinity races that the cup guys can run because they're losing guys like Kyle, Kevin Harvick. I mean, Harvick's gone. Kyle Busch is gone. You don't have those cup drivers moving over to Xfinity, which for a lot of people sell a lot of tickets. Kyle Busch's response to running the lower series. I don't know. Um, I could go a lot of different directions right now. That's a loaded question. Uh, I guess what I'll say is uh, I know it's Atlanta. I know it's 86 degrees outside, and it's hot as hell. But those grandstands didn't look too damn good today. So sometimes names sell, and if you ain't got names, you ain't selling. The, okay. the grandstands today didn't look that damn no, good. No, they didn't. <laughs> and there were lots of names in that race. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not always a name thing. Statman, where do you where do you go with with – the opinion that there needs to be pack stands for the truck race or the Xfinity race. Do you move those races to smaller venues? That's one option, but the gr- the greater option is that they're not doing anything to raise the the level of drivers that are in those series. They're putting all of their interest into drivers in the Cup series, and when the Cup guys take the spotlight from the truck and Xfinity guys, they can't build any fan bases either. Kyle Busch post-race from the Xfinity series yesterday after his big race win. And there's some truth into this comment about Busch choosing to run other NASCAR series early on in his career. I remember when it was 2000, I don't know, I think it was my second year of Cup, so 2006. I really didn't have a whole lot of Xfinity stuff going. And I asked Rick if I could run more. And he was like, well, why? And I'm like, well, I'm here all weekend long. I got nothing to do on Saturdays. I might as well try to go out there and get better, you know, and improve myself in order to be, 
you know, what I need to be on Sundays. And, you know, to a point that can stop. Sure. Is that now? Well, it was probably a while ago, but um, I just enjoy it. I'm a racer. Racers are racers. They love to go race. You know, um, doesn't matter if you're Kyle Larson and you go run sprint cars or midgets or whatever. And, you know, you're me and you go run Xfinity and truck because you have teams that will take you, sponsors that want you. And uh, the opportunities are there. You go run them. I'll go run super late models at times. I'd like to go run SRX, but I got shot out of that one. So, you know, it is what it is. He has a point there, though. It's it's just a very it's. There's arguments on both sides of this equation, and we've talked about them in our 21 years of Speed Freaks. Do they take, when a cup star goes into the Xfinity Series or the Truck Series to race, yes, it does take away an opportunity from someone up and coming through the NASCAR ranks. But damn it, it he's right. If Why is a driver not allowed to do something to make him or herself better? It's a good point. Well, but you can go to the G League and the NBA. You can go to single, double, triple A baseball. It's not about punching tickets. It's about the development of those players. And that's what I see as Xfinity. Truck series, I think, is a different animal. But the Xfinity series, it's a developmental league. Yeah, but then why do you think we don't see that in IndyCar? You don't see IndyCar drivers driving in the Indy Lights race on the weekend. Right. I don't think that Xfinity is becoming a developmental league. I think that it's it's become a destination for teams that can't afford, and it's all and, and in a combination of uh, development of drivers, drivers developing their own fan base. But what he's talking about is if you let them all go and uh, do whatever they want to do, you got the same 10 guys winning all the races all year long. And that's not what it should be, I don't think. Uh, you know, if you got 40 cars in the race, then you ought to have at least half of them with a chance to win. If the same 10 guys are going to win every race, what's the point of watching or going or spending all the time with the sport at all? No, that's a good point, and that's why NASCAR did eventually, several years ago, change it to the, what, is it only 10 races that you can cross over, or is it five races? Five, where you cross five over? in each. Yeah, so, and and I like that, but, yeah, it's, the more that they are out of this Xfinity series, the better, but it's true, you can't completely hold it away from them. Atlanta is going to be having a major makeover before the 2022 season. They're repaving the track, and... A, I don't want to say a major reconfiguration, but there's going to be some reconfiguration. Added banking. For the track, correct. Uh, Kyle Busch on the repaving. Uh, I sure am glad to win the final Xfinity Series race on a real Atlanta racetrack because the next one's just going to be a showpiece and it's going to be sh So that's my that's my point. I went out there today and just driving around looking at it. If they're going to narrow it up, what is it, 15 feet, whatever it is. That's the whole bottom groove. They're taking away the whole bottom groove, that whole first seam, that lane. We're not going to be able to run around here three wide, you know? You're going to be stuck at two wide. It's going to be as wide as Darlington. So uh, trying to run around here at 210 miles an hour because if they don't put plates on it, you're going to be going way too fast. Um, just think about it. Everybody needs to just think. Ain't nobody thinking. Brains for sale, never used. Operating racetracks. Yep. <laughs> And Bush on drivers communicating between NASCAR. Why is it NASCAR communicating with drivers? I feel that uh, our side doesn't get looked at whatsoever. Um, you know, from from our vantage point, you know, you're gonna you're gonna come here with fresh pavement, with 
four degrees more banking. When they were here in 1997, they went around here wide open and set a track record of 197 miles an hour. You're going to tell me that the next cars that we're going to have with more tire, wider tire, everything, we're not going to go faster? I mean, so we're, we're the ones that need to be consulted as well, too, a little bit. Um, you know, so it's just it, narrowing a racetrack. All we've done at every single racetrack that we've gone to over the years is try to widen the racing groove, right? What do you think the PJ1 bullshit is for? To widen the racing group. We go to Charlotte. We spray this PJ1 stuff in lane two and three to make it wider. We go to Texas. We spray it in lanes two, three, four at Texas to widen it. I mean, what are we doing? Now we're going to come here and run around here like Darlington? I, I, I just don't see it. And they want pack racing? You want pack racing too wide. Who's going to pass? Where's the, where are the lanes going to go? You know what I mean? Like You're going to get to the straightaway and make it three wide and then try to blend back into two when you get to the corner? Simulation. Yeah, they've got it worked out. You got stock in PJ1, Statman? Yeah, we got stock in PJ1. Uh, we ought to get stock in uh, Kyle Busch because he knows everything there is to know about racing. And drivers who can only drive on one kind of track, what are they out there for? If you have to go too wide, if you got to figure out how to pass, then do that. You can't have every track look alike so that all the drivers can just do what they want. I mean, come on, come on. It's, he's, it's more Kyle Busch nonsense. Yeah, I have to agree with that because if every track is just as wide, then you are going to get a very similar product week in and week out. Why not narrow it? I mean, we've had this conversation about NHRA and would they ever, we would like to see this, but would they ever want to go back to the 13, or, yeah, the, the, the quarter mile, the 1320 instead of a thousand feet just to make things different week to week and have more of a concrete starting line instead of just asphalt at some tracks. I mean, there's so many things to do to just make the product different. And I like that Atlanta is trying to make a change. And not just NASCAR, but the track owners. Why aren't they more inclusive with conferring with NASCAR drivers? Uh, because they can do whatever the hell they want to do because nobody holds them accountable. They took Bristol and tore Bristol apart and turned Bristol actually into a pretty racy racetrack. All the drivers loved it, but of course they would argue that the fans don't. So there's a divide on that. There's a divide on pleasing the fans and the grandstands and putting on a show and what that show is. And there's videos on YouTube. Google it. I think Mark Martin shared it on his Twitter earlier this week of Tony Stewart. We're in the racing business. You know, we race cars. There's going to be times where a guy figures it out and he runs off. You know, that's racing. Uh, but they want to be in the entertainment business and put on crashes and fireballs and <laughs> everything else. And I've, I've, I have been in a race that I haven't walked out of before and that sucks. And then I missed 11 after that, you know, so I know what it's like to get hurt. I know what it, the opportunity presents itself and coming to Atlanta with more banking, less racetrack to race does not sound appealing. Statman, you're and right. Stay home. <laughs> you know, if you, if, I, I, again, I don't know why all tracks have to look alike. Uh, now, the one thing I agree with you, Kenny, and I agree with him that drivers should be consulted uh, about what's going on, but all the tracks don't have to look alike. You have the paper clips like Martinsville. You have the, the super speedways like Talladega. You've got, you know, if anything, they should get rid of all the mile and a half things but uh no all tracks don't have to look alike that's 
Yeah, that's what he's talking about. NHRA Pro Stalker getting set for a big, big mile-high race weekend at Bandamere. Multi-time Pro Stock champion Erica Enders next. Young people punch at the glass ceiling all over the sports world. In motorsports, champions fight to stay on top in Formula One, NASCAR, IMSA, IndyCar. Even in the exhibition SRX series, the veterans must defend against regional and young drivers who want the spotlight for themselves. In tennis this morning, Italian newcomer Matteo Berrettini gave Novak Djokovic a tough fight before Novak went on to win Wimbledon and his record-tying 20th Grand Slam victory. So hard to win. Ask Chris Paul, the Phoenix guard who's fighting for his first NBA championship as he nears the end of his exceptional Hall of Fame career. So many young people hammering at the ceiling won't break through. They just don't know what kind of hammer to grab nor how hard to swing it. Veterans like to win too much to help, and the youngsters don't always listen when the veterans tell them to walk down the hill to get it all. All of that is the beauty of sports, isn't it? Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Yeah, that should be Kyle Busch's theme song every time he just steps out of the house, hot-blooded. Statman Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Lucas Oil Studios, 21 years of doing this thing. And probably, shoot, 13, 14 of those. Uh, Erica Enders has been joining us here in the Freak Nation, and she does it now. Sitting number two in points, the Pro Stock Class NHRA Series, getting set for Bandamere, Mile High Nationals going off this weekend. Uh, Erica, how long have you been in Pro Stock? I believe this is my 17th year. Wow. Holy cow. And no, I'm not 17 years older than when I started either. <laughs> no, of course not. No, we, no. <laughs> Man. How are y'all? We're good. Uh, th- thanks for doing this last minute. Of course. Thank you for having me. Uh, did, uh, did you uh, figure, you know, you need some Speed Freaks mojo before you rolled into Denver? Um, well, we're not, we're not going to Denver because Pro Stock's not racing there, but we're going to Sonoma. But yes, I need some Speed Freaks. So, it's ah. still a West Coast swing where you need a little Speed Freaks of love. Yeah, hell yeah. No, which, it's been a while. Lead, yeah, which which leads me to this. With Pro Stock not running every weekend with Top Fuel and Funny Car, does a Pro Stock driver pay heavy attention to the NHRA and results when they're not running? I still definitely follow it. From a standpoint of just what standings or results, or you just you keep an eye on Twitter? Um, no, because somebody hacked my Twitter. I, oh. I'm just on like Facebook and Instagram, but I I keep up with the results. I would say if I had to give you an answer, and I still watch the show. Just kind of fast forward through it. Okay, so the okay, so there it is. Because I would want. If I were a driver, (laughs) that's even funny to think about. But if I were, I would want my weekends off to be really, truly off. But then again, when you are at the top of your game like you are, it's like you can't disconnect from it necessarily. It's really hard to disconnect from it. But it's, I mean, at least 
I'm not just missing out, you know, it's the whole entire class. So before when we like had lack of sponsorship and stuff and I watched it anyways, I just got, it just made me sick to my stomach to not be there. So it's definitely a different feeling, but we keep up uh, on our game and our skills. We stay sharp. We just went testing in, in Tulsa and we'll probably have another test ses- test session before we head out to Sonoma. And Sonoma is always good for pro stock. We've got Erica Enders joining us here. Speed freaks on a Sunday night. West Coast Swing coming up, Top Fuel and, and Funny Car kicking it off in Denver, and then Pro Stock joins them in Sonoma. But it is fascinating to me, some of the weekends that were taken off the Pro Stock schedule, and Denver being one of them, because I always thought of that event specifically as one of the best showdowns for Pro Stock. Am I off? No, I think you're on. I mean, it's a it's a true challenge from a crew chief and car setup standpoint, and then you go into the cockpit with the driver and like the shift points come completely different. You have to run like no clutch, no base in the clutch. So the pedal goes from being, you know, a little bit challenging to completely feeling like a street car. Like you have to let it all the way out to get the car rolling. It's, this is a very different feel in the, in the race car. And then when you leave the starting line, you're basically having to pull second gear right away instead of, you know, riding it out a little bit. So your, your whole mojo is a little bit off there. So it is very challenging, but it, it allows people to show what they're made of there. And, and Alan Johnson was the king of the mountain for forever. And the Mopars right. always run good up there. But I, I think it's awesome in, in Denver because we're naturally aspirated and having to go up there and, and make as much horsepower as we can with no help is, is very challenging. Erica Ender's ESPY nomination. You were, ESPYs were last night. Did you watch? Did you go? Did you dress up? Did you look more beautiful than you normally do? Well, I went to Fort Worth to visit my sister because we were planning to go when we got the nomination. And so we emailed our contact and whatnot to kind of get the details. And they said that our category was not allowed to go because it wasn't an award that was given on the TV show and they still have COVID restrictions and blah, blah, blah. So they were nominated twice before. I know that's what I said. Cause we're not a stick and ball sport with the crap. So we did Whoa. not get to go, but we did go have a great dinner and some dirty martinis. And we watched the SPs from the restaurant. So we pretended like we were there. Wow. So, Pro stock doesn't go to all the NHRA races. You don't get invited to the ESPYs. I mean, you know, pro, when, when's, when is pro stock going to get the, the recognition it deserves? <laughs> I don't know, but I wish it would. It's, it's such a cool class and it's so challenging to be successful at. And um, I wish the rest of the world knew that, but honestly, the, the shorter schedule has helped us, uh, you know, up the number of competitors that are at every event. You know, we, we average around 20 people now instead of barely making full fields like the Nitro classes. So I feel like that's helped in that aspect. But um, as far as, like, the SP deal goes, there was an F1 driver, IndyCar driver, NASCAR driver, and me from NHRA. So it was represented across all forms of motorsports and still wasn't invited. So it was just kind of weird. Jeez. But you know what? That That is a good point. You beat out the top fuelers and the funny car guys. You represented NHRA on that ballot. So that is pretty cool. That was really cool. And it's a huge honor to be nominated. So I'm super thankful for that. But like last night I was telling my sister, I mean, like, how did they pick me over, you know, Steve Torrance and the other champions? And um, I guess because it was our fourth and and the most for any female in NHRA history that might have had something to do with the pick, but it was uh, it was a huge honor to represent our sport. Erica Enders sitting behind Greg Anderson for that Pro Stock Championship. She's going for her fifth 
NHRA Pro Stock Championship. Erica, are you one of the top 10 greatest pro stock drivers in history? I don't know if you go on Facebook, you get a whole bunch of different answers, but <laughs> I really, I don't know how to answer that without sounding weird or whatever, but I, I've worked my entire life for this, right? I take a lot of pride in my driving. I'm so fortunate to work with the best team in the business and have the greatest equipment money can buy. So all of those things contribute, but I'm a, I feel like I'm a real student of the game and I, I just try to learn and try to get better every single time. So my goal has never been to be the best female racer, to be the best pro stock racer of all time. And I had a long way to go, but I, uh, I, I feel like we have a pretty great foundation built. Well, you've done 17 years so far in pro stock. How many more you got in you? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's such an influx of young blood in the class now, which is so great for pro stock because when I first started, I was 19 years old and I was racing with a bunch of, middle-aged and older gentlemen and now i'm kind of like the older guy or gal and and then greg anderson you know he just had his 60th birthday this year so it's greg and myself and a bunch of kids so we had this deal <laughs> that we're going to battle it out this year and see if we can uh <laughs> see if we can show them what we're That's made greatness. of greatness <laughs> erica thanks for doing this let's get you back on after you win sonoma i would love to thank you guys so much for having me you got awesome. it awesome i like it erica enders here in the Freak Nation. Again, they're off in Bandemir, which, which frankly is, is sad because I don't like naturally aspirated cars in Mile High is just madness. Oh, Freak Nation, coming up next, the world of outlaws. It's a circus on wheels, but damn it, it's a great thing without elephants. It's next. Speed Freaks Pistol Soul Studios. Glad I got sunshine in a bag Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Transmissions are one of the most complicated and expensive components in your car or truck. Don't let leaks and low fluid make a bad situation even worse. Use Lucas Transmission Fix in your older car's transmission to stop slipping, hesitation, and rough shifting. Lucas Transmission Fix was specially formulated to make your automatic transmission perform like new, and it actually eliminates most leaks. It also works on light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shift your problem to Lucas Transmission Fix. Lucas Oil. It works. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fixed 24-7, 365. 
Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. What up? It's Kenny Sargent. And have you checked out Speed Freaks website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv. And it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam! You might get a call from the Freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires. And our website at speedfreaks.tv. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Panic on the brain, world is gone insane. Things are starting to get heavy. Mm. I can't help but think I haven't felt this way since I asked you to go steady. Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. Suave, nothing says World of Outlaws quite like this song. Thanks for doing that, buddy. I'm depressed, okay? Wow, bro. Yeah. I guess so. You're going to be okay, man? That, that was a little ass whooping, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Sons got their butts handed to him tonight by the Milwaukee Bucks. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil. Lucas Oil Slick Mist Marine Speed Wax. Great for any jail code or painted surface used on wet or dry surfaces of course provides uv protection for your boat great at removing hard water deposits that's a big deal freaks ideal in salt water fresh water applications check it out at lucasoil.com slick mist marine speed wax good to get this guy in the freak nation i didn't realize he was kicking so much ass until we heard from his pr guy today david gravel joining us here in the freak nation i think you've got six wins this year 20 top fives uh, through the half of the year. Do you guys ever take maybe two nights off, Gravel? <laughs> Not too often. Um, you know, we race on Saturday, and then we're getting back going on Tuesday for five straight days. So it's a, it's a pretty busy life, that's for sure. David Gravel sitting number two in points, World of Outlaws. Uh, if you get within 60 minutes of this race, Freak Nation, uh, of this series, you've got to check it out. the The power to weight ratio with these cars is just sick. Now, gravel the the schedule for the World of Outlaws uh, is this. Would you change it at all, or is that just part of the fun of racing in World of Outlaws? The fact that you just don't see your home two thirds of the year. <laughs> I mean, I love racing, but I would definitely like to change it a little bit. Um, I, we, we typically have nearly 90 races on the schedule. Uh, I, I would say about 60 is a good uh, mix, you know, of racing enough and having a little bit of time off. Uh, I think that's a, a pretty happy number and kind of go to more events and, and not travel as much. Uh, just go to one track for two or three days in a row and, and kind of work it like that. And then keep, obviously, the big crown events like King's Royale coming up. That's the, one of the only ones where you start on a Tuesday. I mean, what else would be one of the big markers that you would keep more than three days out of the week? 
Yeah, uh, Knoxville Nationals is oh, uh, every year in August in Iowa, and we, we start on Wednesday night and have a prelim night Wednesday, Thursday, kind of a last, last chance night on Friday, and then the main day Saturday. But uh, we have the, the Williams Grove National Open is two or three days. Uh, they've changed that a couple times. And then the World Finals at Charlotte uh, at the end of the year, that's a three-day event. So, um, Volusia to start the year, we race five days in a row at Volusia. So, uh, we have them a little bit, just, uh, not too often. So what made you David Gravel joining us here in the freak nation on a Sunday night? What made you so incredible at Bristol this year, taking the sweep on the weekend? It's just, it's almost like that set the tone for the rest of the year for you. Yeah, I'm not sure. It was a big, fast track, uh, Holder wide open and our Brian Morrison engines run really, really good. And, um, we had a lot of speed that week. So, uh, it was, it was a week, uh, or a weekend that we won't forget. And, and it was pretty cool to, uh, you know, sweep the weekend. David Gravel years ago, we talked to Mark Kinzer, former world of outlaws driver who loved to ride roller coasters. And every time they would go past a, a, a amusement park with a roller coaster, they would stop. And when you go to travel all over the country, you see these things. Do you have any kind of passion like that for roller coasters, cheeseburgers, anything? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say so. Um, you know, with my YouTube channel that I've been doing and kind of promoting and and the fans really love it. Uh, they all know I love chocolate milk and pizza. So hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. Wait a minute, you can't. Do you are you telling the speed freaks and millions that are listening that you eat pizza and all of that melted cheese with chocolate milk? Dude, no wonder no, you got to end the race quickly. You got you. <laughs> No, these are separate things. Oh, okay. During, oh, during COVID and the racing stuff, I was doing like frozen pizza reviews like Portnoy does with Barstool and stuff. And uh, I, I'm from Connecticut. So uh, if you listen to him, New Haven, Connecticut is the pizza capital of the world where the best pizza is in the country. So I'm a big pizza connoisseur, but also after the races, Typically, so I don't get fat and eat sweets all the time, my dessert for myself is a chocolate milk at nighttime. Oh, so you brought up Portnoy, and he, of course, attended the Indy 500 this year and is now friends with all the IndyCar drivers, it seems. I, I see them all talking back and forth on Instagram. How are we going to get him to a World of Outlaws race so he can see that big-ass party going on, especially the King's Royal? Yeah, I mean... I've tried on Twitter to reach out, and I guess I don't have enough polar followers, but oh. he needs to come to the Kings Royal, or he needs to come to the Knoxville Nationals, because one, it would make great videos for his social media, two, I think you'd have a good time, and three, I think it would be beneficial for everybody involved, so I hope one day he's able to do it. You guys could do a pizza off, too. Jeez. Yep, yep, that's for sure. Are you sure that the best pizza in the country is in New Haven and not a slice in New York or a deep dish in Chicago? Uh, some, I think some people that are listening would beg to differ with you. Yeah, I think uh, I've ate it all. I've ate Giordano's, 
and Lou Malnati's and, and Chicago and uh, I prefer the East Coast. Uh, New York has great pizza as well. Um, but I'm telling you, New Haven is is some of the best in the world, and I would put it up against anything. Is that where they did the Mystic Pizza movie? Uh, I believe so, yes. Wow. Stop it. Oh, look at him coming with the Julia Roberts reference. Next thing you tell me, the freaking barbecue in New Haven is better than Texas or Kansas City. Oh, stop. No, no. We got pizza and Italian food. We'll, we'll put it up against anything. All right, so where do you get the best barbecue? Barbecue? I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say it's very popular in the Northeast like like it is in other areas. Yeah, but like, you travel all over the country. Come on, David. You travel oh, everywhere. Oh, my, my favorite across the country? Yeah. Uh, man, there's a good place in Tulsa, Oklahoma that I know. You got to eat lunch there at like 1030 in the morning or they run out of ribs. That's how busy it is. I forget the name of it. But um, for a chain, because I can't go to all these good places, I'm I'm partial to Famous Dave's if I have to go to a chain barbecue place. Famous Dave's. When, when you're in there having barbecue in Oklahoma, those people are stealing your wallet and stealing things out of your car. You got to get the hell out of that state. Man. Says the yeah. Texan. Says the Ooh. Texan. Uh, David Gravel, sitting number two in points, six wins, the World of Outlaw Series for 2021. Is Steve Kinzer the greatest motorsports driver ever? Not World of Outlaws, but motorsports driver ever. Uh, that's so hard to say. If I'm being honest, I would say no. Um, in my mind, uh, I, I put AJ Foyt uh, at the top, um, in my opinion. But uh, Steve was a very, very talented guy, um, and, and nobody will ever touch his records in sprint car racing ever. Um, kind of like how Richard Petty's records probably will never get touched ever again. So, um, it's it just one of those things he, he tried to dabble in NASCAR and didn't work out. So if he was able to maybe uh, win some races in, in different forms, maybe that would hold a little bit more to be the best uh, ever. But I feel like A.J. Foyt kind of did it all, winning Indy and the Daytona 500 and, and all those other events. It, it's pretty amazing. What is David Gravel's opinion of Kyle Larson? Might he be the next Mario Andretti, A.J. Foyt, that does dabble in all disciplines and win? I'm going to say overrated. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got that sound bite. You're going to have, you're going to have yeah. a lot of people. <laughs> it's your pitch yeah. next weekend. <laughs> yeah. No, me and Kyle are great friends. Um, we're the same age. We were in sprint car racing at the same time. He kind of went with Keith Coons and uh, was able to do that and, he kind of had the uh, diversity deal in K&N and then kind of launched off into the NASCAR rank. So I've known Kyle since we've been uh, teenagers, and he's definitely the most talented race car driver out there, uh, hands down. And um, he, he wins in no matter what type of car and discipline he gets in. So um, for a modern day, you know, Tony Stewart, Jeff Gordon, uh, you know, he, he's the guy. That's for sure. Would they would- – Sorry. Go ahead, Bill. Would David Gravel like to race in NASCAR, IndyCar, anything else besides uh, World of Outlaws? 
Well, I had two NASCAR truck series starts last year, but uh, I fell in love with racing when I was a little kid. There's no sprint car racing or dirt track racing in Connecticut, so we didn't have that option when I was little. Uh, so I grew up watching NASCAR, and that's kind of what I wanted to be when I was a little boy, but um, I- I've been extremely fortunate. I can make a good living uh, for my family doing what I'm doing now, so to me, would I love to drive an Indy car or NASCAR? Hell yeah, uh, I'll drive anything. But, uh, you know, I know how this business works. And the more I learn about the business side of, of the NASCAR ranks, uh, the more it is uh, definitely infuriating, that's for sure. Hmm. Well, I think the the one question that needs to be answered that a lot of folks are waiting on pins and needles, the best chocolate milk is... Hmm, that, that's tough to say, but if you ever go to PA, Rudder's Gas Station, they have their own chocolate milk. It's pretty pretty damn good. Gas Station. That's awesome. What? Gas Station chocolate milk. That's, well, see, that you, is guys, awesome. you guys are sheltered out there in Texas and stuff because it's like Bucky's, but, be- but better. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, makes me miss my Midwest roots of Stuckies. No, like like Rudders is a deal you could order any type of food, but uh, you know there's a lot of dairies in in PA, but mm-hmm. there, there's some good ones. I don't even know the name of all these chocolate milks. People bring me to the races. I mean, <laughs> there's too many names, so uh, they're either good or bad, and and a lot of the time they're good local dairies. I hear that there's great food at Wawa's on the East Coast. Do you ever stop there? That's, I. They tell Wawa's me that. Well, they're they're third. That's to me. It's <laughs> it's. I like. I don't know. Rudders is pretty good, but I like Sheets too. I think. I think Wawa's third in my opinion. <laughs> Where does Come and Go fit in there? I, it's not even on the list. <laughs> Missouri, right. Nebraska. Just because, just because the name. I mean, it doesn't make me want to go there. Yeah, let's leave it at that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, gravel. Go kick Brad Sweet's ass. I think he's going to start shaving next weekend. All right. I need to, man. That guy, he just kicked my butt all the time. So right. I'm getting sick of it. We were close to the same amount of career wins going into the year. Now he's pulling away from me. So. I gotta gotta get my stuff together and get some more wins and catch up to them. It's greatness. Eldora, let's do it. All right, Gravel. Thanks for doing this, buddy. Yeah, thank you guys. So you guys burn the midnight oil every week or every Sunday night, bro. Ham. You guys. Yeah. Yes. Sunday night. Speed speed free awesome. nationwide, bro. Ham. <laughs> do it all. Well, hopefully come on again. It seems like you guys are wide open over there. So that's yeah. pretty fun and pretty cool. We, yeah. try. Yeah. we try. We've been doing it for 21 years, Broham, from the Lucas Oil Studios. How about that? Yeah, that, that's awesome. Awesome. Good stuff. All right. All right, Gravel. Thanks, bro. Yep. Thanks for having me, guys. David Gravel. Six wins for the year. Number two in points, World of Outlaws. 90 races in a season. I remember when World of Outlaws had 110 races in a oh season. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they're cutting but back. 90 is so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah they're cutting back. back. <laughs> 20 graces off. But yeah, he's right. 60 would be probably ideal. That's well, it's still about 30 weekends out of the year, though, but a lot less weekends and weeks traveled. I can certainly say, I, I know firsthand, as you get older, <laughs> travel becomes a B I T C H in just the fact that you just, you just want to hang. 
You don't need all the hustle and bustle and wearing a freaking mask for three hours on a plane. <laughs> are you are you bitter from yesterday's travel, Kenny? We traveled back from our Fourth of July trip. Well, we took a couple extra days, and yes, we got diverted coming home into Phoenix because of a monsoon, a haboob that blew through the airport. So we sat mm-hmm. in Albuquerque for a while, and of course, you have to continue to wear your mask when you're sitting on the plane. So Kenny's a little bitter. I had Happy Leg behind me, and dude was asleep too. He, his oh, knee no was way. on the back of my seat, and I couldn't. I was doing I was doing everything short of punching him in the face. Just you know, kick you know, pushing my seat back, kind of elbow on his knee, wouldn't wake up. He's holding the he was holding his wife's hand. This is on the ground. So I don't know oh, what the hell it just so Oh wow. Younger guy too. It's like, bro, step up and be a millennial. Don't be a boomer and be useless. <laughs> Wait, don't be talking about boomers now. Come on. I'm on and the tail just, I'm wait, on the tail end of boomer. What? You just called the boomer useless and the millennial productive? Isn't it supposed to be the other way around? Uh, yeah, it is. You're right. I screwed that up. <laughs> Richie, will you, with, Richie, with all that travel that you do as a millennial, are you cognizant of others around you to where you're not kicking their seat or you know, getting in somebody's face on the plane? Yes, I like my space. So mm. I try to be I, – I just, I, I just do my own thing. I don't want to make people angry. Yeah. Second hour of the Freaks coming up. More on Kyle Bush and Luke Finhouse. 17-year-old beating up on Tony Stewart and others last night. Should have beat up on Marco Andretti. He'll be joining us. And your stat man, Scat. Big second hour coming up. Speed Freaks Fits and the Lucas Oil Studio. Sports Radio, redefined. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the Bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. When you live 21 years, at 21, do you feel like you've lived 21 years? Or when you've done something for 21 years, when you started in your 20s, 30s, and 40s, does it feel like you've done something for 21 years? I say that because we're celebrating our 21 years of Speed Freaks, second hour of the Freaks. Coming up, Luke Finhouse, 17-year-old dude who beat up Tony Stewart last night. On a racetrack. We'll get to that. Statman, does it feel like, does it feel? You go back and listen to our audio, watch some of our TV shows. <laughs> but you heard Gavel last hour talking about, man, you guys are wide open. It's like, bro. I you, love being WFO. Yeah. You don't know what wide open is until you, <laughs> you go back <laughs> and listen to a show in 2001 or 2002. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. The World of Outlaws used to be one of our major things. We love the World of Outlaws. I still think it's the greatest show in racing. Thousand horsepower cars and thousand pound chassis bouncing into the parking lot. I mean, come on. Oh, and we didn't even ask him about his, of course, talking about David Gravel, who we had on at the end of last hour, about his double double flip this weekend. (laughs) Yeah, it was not the greatest of weekends, but... He'll get back on track for the Kings Royal. Yeah, it's for the kids. For the kids. Yeah, it is. Man, the stories again. Statman almost uh, almost put to- Tony Stewart out of his misery. <laughs> a golf course one time in these twenty one years. Yeah. And then Clint Boyer became a part of that pack and was like, mm-hmm. "Man, you guys are just wild." Yeah, we had uh, we had a a boyfriend of a female driver at one time come at us and oh, threaten yeah. to whoop our ass as we were videotaping. Interview with her. That was even before we were on the air. <laughs> right? Yes, yeah. That was two weeks prior, right? Or they, knew, they knew we were coming down the road and wanted to stop us. <laughs> well, when uh, our former co-host asks certain questions of people, there are times when they do a double take thinking, did that just come out of your mouth, boy? Uh, yes, it did. Consequently, a, a former linebacker for some, some you know, NCAA D3 team came at him. Yep. If the walls could talk, baby, in the <laughs> studios that we've been in, it would be freaking bonkers. 602-260-9191. It's called a telephone. Every now and then you want to participate? Yeah. Get on the phone. 602-260-9191. Going bonkers on Twitter tonight. At Speed Freaks, that's at Speed Freaks. Of course, therefore, on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you guys for hanging out again. Finhouse, Luke Finhouse, this guy is 17 years old, uh, running in the SRX series, the series that Tony Stewart, Ray Evernham started, which wraps up next weekend. Is that right? In Nashville, Crasher? Is that right, Stan? Yes. Right? Yep. yep. Wow. Wait, you said, Na- yeah, it is Nashville. I'm getting it confused with NASCAR because they're in New Hampshire and then they're off for a couple of weeks. So yeah, Nashville, New Hampshire. Woof. Now that's a series right there. You get in and out, baby. <laughs> that was most people, especially in sports car racing, remember the Can-Am series back in the 60s. And that was the best thing about the Can-Am series. Every two weeks they had a race and they would get like 10 races in in a couple of months. And you build up this uh, momentum it was great racing. It was spectacular racing. So what you're telling me, with today's cup race in Atlanta, that the old Can-Am series got like three races in by the time that race was over. <laughs> yeah, just about. Maybe maybe a two and a half, Not maybe not three. That I got to believe, and I know we, we, we're about to resume with some affiliates here in about a minute and a half. I got to believe that the brass, who, have, who has shown some fairly – dominant balls this year and last year to make some changes. I've got to think they've got to be reconsidering the length of these races, man. Well, they shortened the race at Atlanta that, you know, this race, they shortened it a hundred miles. And still when it ended at what, 4 PM hour time on the West coast, 7 PM Eastern time. I thought, would there really normally be another 100 miles to this? Yeah, I was done. Freak Nation, speaking of, we'll hear from Kyle Busch on that track, Atlanta, and the repave. But first, going to resume with some affiliates. 
and get into some Crash Gladys pit news and notes. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Affiliates, Sirius XM, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Odyssey. So many apps that we're part of. I can't keep track. Regardless, you're here. So are we. Crash Gladys, Fit News and Notes brought to you by good friends at General Tire. General Tire has the rubber for your ride. Sports car, big fat F-150, a Ram. What about your sly SUV? Go to GeneralTire.com and check out the line of tires for your ride. Crasher? Well, this week we had the SBs, we had the Bush Brothers Showcase in Atlanta, and Team Andretti from New York City to Milwaukee. So Cooper Webb, unfortunately, did not take home the SB for Best Male Extreme Athlete. And Lewis Hamilton did not capture Best Male Athlete. Screw you, Tom Brady. At least Lewis could fall back on the Best Driver Award, of which he won yet again. Formula E ran a doubleheader in the Big Apple with race one measured brilliantly by Maximilian Gunther. Oh, yeah. Gunther drives for Andretti Autosport in the Formula E series. So it was awesome awesome seeing an American team on top in NYC. Now, before we get to race two on Sunday, let's stick with the Andretti name for a bit. Over in Slinger Speedway in Wisconsin, round five of six for the SRX racing series took place. And it was more Andretti mojo wreaking havoc. Give Marco Andretti that green-white checkered finish, and he'll do what it takes to grab the checkers. That's exactly what he did. He beat local favorite Luke Fenhouse, who we have on next, to the stripe for the win. And cue the Twitterverse, collectively now saying, oh, maybe Marco needs to change the stock cars to revive his career. Shut up, everyone. Back to NYC for Formula E's race two on Sunday, and that was straight-up domination by Sam Bird, who now leads the points again, heading into his home race in London. NASCAR race Atlanta and Iowa first. The trucks in Knoxville, Iowa, serious drama, including a 17-car pileup that, yeah, it was kind of like Tona and Dega. Throw in then a four-freaking-attempt record at a green-white checkered finish, adding 29 overtime laps to the scheduled distance. Timmy Hill finally pulled it out, thanks to his lead after the final four-car pileup. In Atlanta, it was all Bush all the time. Kyle Bush winning the Xfinity race on Saturday. Then it was Kurt Busch with the cup race on Sunday. Finally, in the world of outlaws, Brad Sweet with the win, his third in three races in what dirt racers call the month of money. Coming up, Luke Finhouse, 17-year-old, kicking the bejesus out of Tony Stewart and Indy 500 champions. He joins us next, Speed Freaks Pits on the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy-Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy-Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey, man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy-Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Tasha, did you know Geico could save you hundreds on car insurance and a whole lot more? So what are you waiting for? Hip-hop group tag team to help you plan dessert? Ah, uh, fresh vanilla, rocky road, chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. Scoop it is, scoop it is, scoop it is, scoop it is, scoop it is. Scoop, chocolate, 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 choc
switch today and see all the ways you could save. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. It's called a tune-up in a bottle for good reason. One little bottle added to every tank of fuel is like a team of mechanics going to work. Lucas Fuel Treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. It increases power and fuel economy and burns excess exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. What up? It's Kenny Sargent, and have you checked out Speed Freaks' website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv, and it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam! You might get a call from the Freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires. And our website at speedfreaks.tv. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed, so there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. I'm not your friend or anything. Damn, you think that you're the man. I think therefore I am. I'm not your friend or anything. Damn, you think that you're the man. I think. Speed Freaks from Lucas Oil Studios. We've been harping on it for damn near a year now. Well, we have. Uh, 21 years of doing this thing. Thank you guys for being a part of it. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent, the website speedfreaks.tv. And, of course, all over social media, whether it's uh, Twitter, at Speed Freaks, got Instagram, of course, Facebook, where we feature some pretty snappy little videos that we cut from time to time. Uh, joining us now in the Freak Nation, part of the Camping World Series, SRX Series, Joining us here in the Freak Nation, Luke Finhouse here in the Freak Nation, who was on his way to his first win in this huge celebrity-ridden current former superstars of racing last night. Uh, but you didn't get it because Marco Andretti cheated. Is that right, oh. Luke? Is that right, Luke? No, he didn't cheat. Um, he ran us really hard, um, you know, and it was it was it was so fun racing those guys. Um, and I enjoyed every second of it. Um, but he ran a good race. I mean, he had, he did what he had to do, uh, to win the race and he got it done. So uh, hats off to him. Now, Luke, you changed your tune a little bit. I saw a quote where you said you thought Marco jumped, uh, jumped the gun a little bit in that green, white checkered. Yeah. I mean, I thought he, he started rolling into three, um, before we went and, um, I was scared if I picked up the pace, he was just going <laughs> to go. So I didn't kind of go. Um, so he had about half a car length on me there. Um, and then when we kind of went, he jumped it a little bit. Um, 
you know, which kind of gave him the upper hand. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, he, he got the run off the corner too um, and pulled away. And, it, you know, it was hard for me to, to get back to him. So jump or no jump, did he at the end, not necessarily throughout the race, but did he at the end have the better car? It was, it's tough to say because, um, you know, on the, on the, before that caution came out, there was like 12 to go. Um, and, you know, we pulled away um, and he wasn't like, you know, I wasn't pulling away by a, like a lot. Um, he was staying kind of like three, four car lengths right there. So um, we were kind of even. Um, he just had to. He just had to roll through the center of the corner better on the outside, and I was uh, super tight on the inside. Um, and he just had the upper hand those last two laps. Well, bottom line, Luke Fenhouse from SRX, the SRX Racing Series, joining us here in the Speed Freaks pits on a Sunday night. And bottom line, win or second place, you opened up a lot of eyelids last night. A lot of people. People locally knew how powerful you were anyway, but now nationally, your name is up there. So I know that feels good to you, but where do you want to go with this notoriety, this momentum that you have now? You know, um, I'd love to be at the NASCAR level for sure. Um, that would be the dream of mine. Um, you know, and I was so thankful for this opportunity, um, you know, that Ray got me in the car and Tony Stewart and everyone at SRX that has helped me out and got me this opportunity um, I really appreciated it, and I was so thankful to be there, um, you know, because money really didn't get me there. You know, my talent did, and, and that's what uh, meant a lot to me. And, um, you know, hopefully we turned some heads and, you know, um, you know, like you said, opened a lot of eyelids. So we'll see where it goes, um, you know, if the right opportunity comes. Um, and if I get the chance, of course, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop on it and, uh, you know, hopefully go through the NASCAR levels and, you know, hopefully be at the, be at the top someday. The SRX series has proven pretty popular. It wraps up its first season next weekend at Nashville. Lucas Finhouse was second last night at Slinger Speedway. That's outside Milwaukee. But we've sort of buried the lead in all this conversation. Lucas only 17. <laughs> Some of the guys he's racing against retired before Lucas was even born. Luke, you had a chance to go wheel to wheel with Tony Stewart. I can imagine he's probably a hero. What'd that feel like racing against the guy you've watched all your life? Well, I mean, not a whole lot. I was, you know, I was trying my hardest to, to you know, take the lead and, and kind of, you know, just maintain it. Um, but Tony is so good, um, you know, on the, on the track and off the track. He's such a great dude. Um, and I love talking to him and loved racing with everyone. It was so cool. Um, you know, and like I said, I was so thankful to be, be there and run with those guys. Um, it was for sure a dream come true and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do it and I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the next step and hopefully we get to race against those guys again. Luke, we've been on the air 21 years and most of that time we've been pretty close with Tony Stewart. We've had some great conversations, loves to talk smack with us. Now that you've had a chance to beat him, let's hear you talk some smack against him. You know, there's not a lot of, um, you know, smack to talk. I mean, the guys won so many uh, races and championships and, um, you know, I'm such a youngster going through the ranks, um, you know, so maybe when I get his age, we can kind of talk, but um, for right now, you know, he's got the upper hand and he's a hell of a wheel man, um, you know, and an awesome dude off the racetrack. 
Luke, you beat Tony Stewart last night. You were second. <laughs> he was third. All you have to say is rear view mirror smoke. Take that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you know, at, you know, we pulled away, um, you know, those last 12 laps and I was just trying to stay focused. I knew, um, you know, Tony was going to be good and Andretti was going to be good. Um, you know, but how surprising I beat him. I have no clue how we did it. Um, you know, it, it for sure was an even race to say the least, but, um, an awesome race. And I'm, I'm glad all the fans enjoyed it. Lucas Finhouse second last night, the SRX series slinger speedway second to Marco Andretti and in front of Tony Stewart in third. Luke, you won the Slinger Nationals earlier in the week, so it's not lost when you say you earned your way into the SRX. You didn't pay one thin dime to get that seat. Yeah, and, and it's been it's been super cool to do this. Um, like you said, we we won the Slinger Nationals, and it was super tough to win that. I mean, there was so many different guys that were so good, um, and we ran against some really really well um, equipment, um, you know, and teams. So. Um, it was it was nice to win that and check that off the bucket list, um, but also to earn the earn the golden ticket um, for the SRX race um, meant more to me. Um, that that's special to race against those guys and talk to those guys um, and kind of just soak soak in the experience with those guys. So um, you know, I, like I said, I can't thank everyone um, enough from my team that has got me to where I'm at, um, but also from SRX and Ray and Tony. Um, and everyone that has put me in, put me in their equipment. You also canceled your opportunity for the ARCA Midwest tour race that very same night last night. Good news is it that rained out. So you really didn't miss anything, but yeah, balancing your racing schedule is not an easy task. Oh yeah. We run our super late mile program. I mean, if it's not twice a week, um, it's once a week for sure. So we got slim weekends off. Um, but this opportunity I couldn't miss, um, you know, for my racing career, this, we felt like this could lead to the next step. Um, and that's what we're hoping it does. Um, so this X race was huge for me and huge for my team. Um, you know, but, um, we got a busy schedule going forward. So, uh, hopefully we can, you know, keep it going and keep winning races. Well, a little bit of advice from the freak nation. Nah, you don't have to take it if you don't want to, but. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Bottom line, we've heard lots of little behind-the-scenes talk of Tony Stewart being, I'm just going to quote what was given to us, smitten with you. He he sees your talent. He likes what he sees in you as a person and as a driver. So do not give up. Bug his ass until you can get a ride in his Xfinity team. I'm serious. Just keep texting his 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 number all summer, all winter, whatever it takes. Do not let yeah. Tony Stewart off your radar. No, and that's the last thing we're gonna do. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna keep in touch with those guys and and uh, you know hopefully put something together next year and and do well in it. Um, and and hopefully it leads to the next step. Obviously, money's uh you know a big factor in NASCAR right now, so um it's it's hard to bring bring a budget um to to the race teams, but um you know with the success we've had, hopefully we can uh, turn some heads and. And hopefully we can, you know, even be in uh, Stewart's, Stewart's team one day. You know, when you bring up budget, it just made me think, is it even harder to gain sponsors under 20? Because, you know, you look over 20, you can do the beer companies, you can do some other random companies. But is it harder under 20 to go find funding? 
Um, I think so. I mean, it's hard. Um, you know, kind of the driver, I'm kind of, uh, stepping into leading to more sponsors and going to talk to them. So, um, you know, I'd say the younger generation has, is better for sponsors. Um, I think more eyes are on the younger generation. Um, and it's better to, for the driver to go to the, to the sponsors. So, um, yes and no. Um, you know, we'll see that right now, We've struggled um, at our hometown getting sponsors and getting funding. Um, you know, like Speed 51 posted, um, you know, or had a had a um, idea to to run down south, and you know, it's like we'd love to, um, but the funding just isn't there. So we uh, we try to make the most of what we can uh, here in the Midwest. Luke Finhouse won't graduate high school until next year. Joining us here in the Freak Nation of Lucas Oil Studios. All right, it's time to play How Famous Are You in Wausau, Wisconsin. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, uh, let me give you some names from famous people from Wausau, Wisconsin, and see if you know who the hell they are. You ready? All right. I believe you're going to know, you're probably going to know two or three of these. Uh, Luke Corns. Who's Luke Corns? Uh, I don't know. YouTube star. Come on, Uh-oh, buddy. Oh, Jimmy. All right. Ma- Marissa. Really? Yeah. Marissa Meyer. You got to know who that is, Broham. <laughs> oh, my. I'm struggling at this. She was named CEO of Yahoo, and in her first year with the what? company, she helped the stock price oh increase God. by over 70% in 2017. Okay. You're heading straight to Yahoo for sponsorship. There you go. <laughs> Bro, just hook that up. All right. Uh, two more. <laughs> you know, do you know who Max Long is? Jesus, bro. A TikTok star, brother. Oh, uh, what on. about China Ray? You know China Ray, of course. Oh, man. No. Instagram star. <laughs> Buddy, you're 17. You're supposed to know all these happy bastards. Gosh, I have no idea who these people are. I, I know, like, a lot of people in Wassa, but I don't know these people. Well, do they you, all better know you by now. Do you know Nicole Briscoe? <laughs> mm, I don't think so. Crasher. ESPN, Sports Center. Oh. Do you know her husband? IndyCar driver, sports car driver, Ryan Briscoe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, of there course. We give you a freaking driver's name. Oh, yeah, of course I know the best. Well, that's his wheelhouse. Yeah. Come Jesus, on. man. easier, yeah. <laughs> do, what do, you, do, you, do you own a flip phone and have like an, a, an Abacus for a computer? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I I try to stay off, you know, my the social media as much as I can. But, I mean, I never, I didn't even know there was, that many celebrities from here, but I guess so. Broski, if you need sponsorship, you need to get your. Why are you? Someone needs to slap you around, oh, Luke. You need to be on social media. That's when he gets media. his people, Kenny. That's when he gets his people to handle all that for him. Big pimping all your all your all your stuff last night and earlier this week. Come on, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, my mom's. I mean, the, our whole race and stuff is on That's there awesome. for sure. But I like personally. There's just so much. There's so much hate in this world yes. and drama and rumors. Yes. Um, I just try to stay out of that. So um, I'll check on, you know, Twitter sometimes and Instagram quite a bit um, and Facebook sometimes. But for the most part, I mean, it's, it's drama and, I don't know, craziness. Well, let me tell you, it is craziness for you right now in the motorsports Twitter sphere because everybody is stoked with what they saw last night, regardless of the discipline of motorsport. They, you, you opened, like we said, opened up a lot of eyes. Yeah, no, I mean, the the stands were packed. Um, I hope CBS got good TV rates. I mean, um, I hope it was, you know, sold out. Um, it was a sold out 
sold out in stands for sure. But um, I just want to thank all those fans and everyone that has supported us throughout our career um, and the new fans that are coming out coming out um and liking our page and supporting us and buying our merchandise um you know it means a lot to me and my family and my team and um you know hopefully we can keep it going hey luke this has been our pleasure man i think i think you got a lot in store for you coming up buddy a lot of folks are happy with what you did and again 17 years old not graduating until next year buddy yeah thank you guys for having me um you know it's been a dream come true to say the least so um, I think thank you guys and thanks all the fans and thank you uh, everyone that's that's made this opportunity possible. Uh, we can make the best of it and uh, you know keep it rolling. Thank you guys. Bam! All right, Luke. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Young people punch at the glass ceiling all over the sports world. In motorsports, champions fight to stay on top in Formula One, NASCAR, IMSA, IndyCar. Even in the exhibition SRX series, the veterans must defend against regional and young drivers who want the spotlight for themselves. In tennis this morning, Italian newcomer Matteo Berrettini gave Novak Djokovic a tough fight before Novak went on to win Wimbledon and his record-tying 20th Grand Slam victory. So hard to win. Ask Chris Paul, the Phoenix guard who's fighting for his first NBA championship as he nears the end of his exceptional Hall of Fame career. So many young people hammering at the ceiling won't break through. They just don't know what kind of hammer to grab nor how hard to swing it. Veterans like to win too much to help, and the youngsters don't always listen when the veterans tell them to walk down the hill to get it all. All of that is the beauty of sports, isn't it? Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Slick Nest Marine Speed Wax from Lucas Oil. It's incredibly versatile, Freak Nation. Can be used on multiple services from Finishing your boat shine to glass, chrome, vinyl decals. Use on wet, dry surfaces. Of course, it provides UV protection. You got a boat? Want to protect that boat? Extend the life of your boat, the exterior at least? Use Lucas Oil Slick Mist Marine Speed Wax. For more information, go to lucasoil.com. Suave, would you consider that song a millennial song? I mean, sure, yes. I just, it's, (laughs) it's from an Arizona band, so that's why I decided to play it. Uh, give me some millennial music, will you? Some millennial music. Yeah, oh, okay. You, I'll find you, some. I'll find some new yeah, stuff. Give me here. some millennial music. I, we're going to test our residential millennial. We were quizzing freaking Luke on some gnarly social media questions, and uh, he didn't get crap. Uh, I'm going to depend on Richard C. Suave being that gnarly. Uh, disappointed. <laughs> I am. Okay. All right, Suave. Give me some millennial music, will you? Still trying to find some. Jeez, you, oh should, my you, you could have asked me during the break to find this, for goodness sake. Well, that's half a bit. Yeah, that's that's what Kenny does. That is that is Kenny doing <laughs> Kenny things. But it, Taylor Swift, that's millennial music, right? And she's one of your faves. Yes, there we go. That's a great yeah. great job, Crash. You're better at this than I am. And why did why did they why did she name her album 1989, Richie? She was born in 1989. Good. You passed the test on that one. <laughs> All right, give us some Taylor Swift. We come on, we waste too much time, Richie. We got to go to break here in four minutes. Stop. All right. All right, Richie. Here's a. Uh, oh, you go with that one. 
What defines a millennial? Birth year between 1980 and 2000. Richie, you were born in 1991, right? Yeah. All right. A confident, assertive, possibly entitled attitude toward life is your millennial. All right, Richie, is, uh, is adulting a good thing? Yes or no? Adulting is a good thing, but it's very hard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, adulting or you know, that's, that's, that's behaviors like paying the bills on time, carrying enough insurance, getting an annual physical, you know, doing spring cleaning, things like that. That's called adulting, Freak Nation. Uh, which of these shows introduced the world to both Elizabeth Berkeley and Mario Lopez? Lilo and Stitch, Beverly Hills, 90210, Melrose Place, or Saved by the Bell? Saved by the Bell. That a boy. Elizabeth Berkeley broke out of her sweet Jesse Spano mold with what racy movie? Uh-huh, I know that's what Fifty I Shades of Grey, The Cook, The Thief, The Wife, and Her Lover, Showgirls. Which one, Richie? Showgirls. That a boy. Oh, I was... I, that was a guess. No, it was good. Who am I thinking of then? I don't know. Elizabeth something. You're thinking of, you're thinking of Elizabeth Hurley, who's in Austin Hurley, Powers. Hurley, Austin yeah. Powers. Thank you, Rich. See, Richie can read my mind over the microphone. We are not even in the same studio, and he gets but it. But again, I could play Ted Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> I could play Ted Nugent or uh, Electric Light Orchestra, and Richie wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> it's true. Sorry, Stat. You're now Stat chimes in with a laugh, and he gets it. <laughs> uh, Richie, what company made the Game Boy? Nintendo. Thank you. Which of these was Sega's answer to the Game Boy? The Game Genesis. Gear? The Game Gear, the Handbox, the Go Box, or the Sega Max? Oh, it's Ooh. not. Oh, it's Genesis was before it. Um, I've never heard of any of those, Game so Gear. none of them. Game Gear, bro. Wow. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many feet of bubble gum came in the package of bubble tape? Oh, I I, I used to eat that all the time. Um, I'm going <laughs> to say like it was like uh, six feet. Correct. Yes, oh, I can't get right in the park. Yes. Wow. Wow. You think he's a millennial stat man? I've, he's he's doing better than I am. <laughs> I haven't been a millennial in a day or two. Right. And what do we figure? Henley is seven years old. What, what's her generation? Oh, that's right. Eft. We're <laughs> 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 from the Eft generation. She's working in the studio with us right now. Do you want to care to explain to her what "eft" means? No, I don't. Okay. I do want to say it's badass, man. Uh, we were down South Pottery Island, which is crow flies. It's ten miles, but you got to go through Brownsville to get to SpaceX. Oh, right. Drove her by there. You you by there as well. I've been there several times. It's yeah, just badass being first. able to drive right by SpaceX and check out these freaking. Flash type rockets. Yeah, you can't do that with the NASA compound in Florida. That's we were right next. To, the road is right next to mm-hmm. the entrance to this place. I mean, yeah. And then wow. Sir Richard Branson was up there flying around his kite today. It's so awesome. Out of New Mexico? Is that yeah. where he took off? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of speed freaks, space yeah. <laughs> anything space related is speed. Bezos, speed his his gear is out of Van Horn, Texas. Tax free states, baby. All right, uh, more from Kyle Bush, and I want to get into a little bit of conversation in regards to Statman's scat. More freaks next. Let's go! Bucks barely down the street with the brim pool way down low. Ain't no sound with the sound of speed. Machine guns ready to go. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? 
Sports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. It's a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring 11 highly competitive racing series. This year's live coverage on MAV-TV features the Arkham Menard Series, midget car action provided by the Power Eye National Midget League, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, and the Pro Pulling League. There's even the Moto America Series, Midwest Drag Racing Series, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, Hoosier Arena Cross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl National. It's MAV-TV's most robust live coverage schedule in network history. So come join us at MAV-TV, the only television network in the U.S. dedicated exclusively to motorsports. For more information on MAV-TV and MAV-TV Plus, go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil, it works. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Well, good for you, I guess you moved on really easily You found a new girl and it only took a couple weeks Remember when you said that you wanted to give me the world? I guess that you've been working on yourself I guess the therapist I found for you should really help Now you can be a better man for your brand new girl Who's that, Richie? This is Olivia Rodrigo. You were asking me for millennial music last segment mm-hmm. couldn't, bring, couldn't remember her name, but this is who I thought of That rips, I like that 
Yeah, she's crushing it. The all-weather, all-year new Ultimax 358, 365, excuse me, 365AW from General Tire. It's right there for you. For more information, check it out at GeneralTire.com. It's GeneralTire.com. You know, Kyle Bush can wait. I want to get to Statman Scat in a moment, in a moment about winning. But, Stat, I got a predicament here. Uh, Richie, you know, Richie, Riffy's, Richie's uh, lifetime advice is usually pretty spot on, given the, the life that he's <laughs> led. <Jesus. laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a dilemma right now, Statman Freak Nation. I got a daughter that wore a Devin Booker jersey for this third game. <laughs> she didn't wear it for the first two games. And she also did not wear it for the clinching game, Western Conference clinching game. So the last three wins for the Suns, she did not have it on. And guess what happened? <gasps> they won. So Crasher is already putting that type of pressure on Henley. Yeah. Why'd she wear it today? They lost by 20. Mm. Oh, oh wow. you hear her okay. across the room? She goes, uh, yeah, Mom, why are you putting that pressure listen, what, on what, me? Uh, come on, Stan, help me out here, man. Uh, what do I do? Well, you got the problem, dude. You're trying to live with two women. That's, uh, you know, that's, I don't know. You're not going to have much success there. All right, that's not great advice. Richie, the president of <laughs> That's what, the best I, I got, partner. I, I got a little more experience at that than you do. Yes, With you wives do. and daughters, yes. Yes, knows. and sisters. And sisters, <laughs> You let Henley wear the jersey. The jersey has nothing to do with the Suns not making any shots tonight. Are you kidding me? So you let her wear the jersey. All Absolutely. Right. Team pride. Wait, right. wait, so, wait. You got... Chris Paul, who has the ability to get injured at any moment, and he's going for a championship, and you've got to worry about tokens that are going to be challenging that, you've got to worry about it. Come on. you and Until they win the championship, <laughs> you got to worry about it. Until the fat lady sings. You're talking to a lifelong Cleveland Browns, Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, I do know about that. <laughs> I know yeah, about losing. Come on. And losing when the momentum was in your favor. And, and losing oh, when you're wow. going into the end zone and drop the ball on the two. <laughs> I know about losing. Which leads me to Statman's scat, where it's about winning and the younger generation about winning. And there were times when I thought it was silly that it could be a local dirt track. It could be the NASCAR trucks or um, it could be a, a college you know, D2 game where if you really just take a step back and look at winning, it's hard to freaking win. And, I might have been harsh on some people about getting so damn excited about winning. And I don't want to completely blow out your scat here, Stat, but uh, in regards to winning, you brought up Chris Paul, who's been chasing that, that championship ring with, what, four, five teams now? Yeah, in the last two months he's been on six teams. Come on. No, I mean, it, it, there's some great players who never won championships. Uh, Charles Barkley immediately comes to mind. He never won a title. Uh, Chris Paul, he's never won a title yet. 
so there's great it's players. Yeah. There's great players who don't win. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, and, and Mark Martin, a great driver who never won a NASCAR championship. So you, just because you're good doesn't mean that the championships are going to be given to you. No, and when you look at, again, like a Luke Finhouse who grabbed a two-spot, 17 years old, beating the likes of Tony Stewart, Elio Castroneves, Tony Kanaan, should have won that race last night. Marco Andretti jumped the start a little bit. TK wasn't in it. But... Just pretend. Just go with me here, okay, Crasher. Just you. go with me here. <laughs> <laughs> just go with me. You see what I mean? You, 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 yeah. you ain't got a shot, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it already happens with a seven-year-old. Well, facts is facts, so let's go. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, Whoa. hey. Oh. That's so true. Wow. That's oh, a, so true. And that's the truth. But uh, again, looking at that, maybe it's maybe it's similar to you know, people talk to us and wow, 21 years. And when you live it, when you're in the middle of it, you don't necessarily see the victories and the wins in it. But outside looking in and watching these guys win football games or basketball games or races. I get it, man. It's not easy to win. And in Statman's, it, there's not an interview that, you know, one, at least once a month where he's asking a driver or somebody or making a comment, do they know how to win? You know, be there for the win. Yeah, and that was I mean, a knock stat for – uh, was it Denny Hamlin? No, no, Carl Edwards. Carl like Edwards? Yeah, Denny Hamlin, too. Hamlin was right on the verge of winning one year. And you got to know you got to know how to win. Some guys just don't know how to do that. They're, how they're, to close the deal, yeah. Yeah, they've got, they, they're, they got the talent to win. There have been t- less talented people who have won championships, and there have been some over-talented people who haven't. Carl Edwards and Denny Hamlin immediately come to mind. So you you first have to know how to – you first got to be fast. You got to uh, know how to win the race, learn how to win the race. You got to learn how to win on purpose, and you got to learn how to win a, win championships. I mean, it's, it's those are process. You can't skip any of those steps. IndyCar is full of those crash where they, some of them, some of those drivers sign with the biggest teams with a lot of promise and they last a year or two and they're just gone because of those results that they just, they, they may have shown promise in the Indy light series or brought a lot, a lot of dough with them, but no. Yeah. Thomas Schechter is one that comes to mind. Robert Dornbos is another one that comes to mind. Even Bruno Giancara, mm-hmm. just some some guys that had a lot going for them, had pretty much the full package, and and had a load of talent too, but just couldn't put it all together. Yeah, Thomas Schechter. Wow, remember that? The two, the he was trying to play pool, shoot pool with uh, Danny. Um, come on, this is the owner that he drove for Eddie Cheever. And they, you know, the two of them just decided they were so intense. They just put the cues down and went somewhere else. <laughs> that was a 
was it one of our pre-race parties? Yeah, that was one of the pre-race parties at uh, uh, before Fontana. Yeah, that was the IRL. Oh, that was IRL days. Dave and Buster's. Those were fun parties. I'm telling you, man, twenty-one years of doing this stuff. I mean, there's there's pictures of. I mean, when Robbie Gordon showed up at one of our parties, when he was ready for. <laughs> it was right after, right after the former host lit into him on the show yeah. once, and we thought we were going to have to get, get call the security. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> Boris said, diverting his flight to join us for our two-year anniversary. Yeah. Again, right? Oh God, was that Dave and Buster's? Yeah, was it was a Dave yeah. and Buster's too. Yeah, there was some good. Well, stuff. That was the same party where, yeah, where Great White, White Great White, yeah, Great White played, and the guitarist mm-hmm. ended up dying in that horrible uh, bar restaurant fire. Was that on the East Coast? Venue. The fire? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that was smokes. only like six months later. So yeah. we had them perform for us, and and everybody that came out to our two year anniversary party, and then six months later, yeah. Oh, that horrible bar fire. Hey, the good news is uh, not, not much, much motorsport. Motor not much motorsport. Helio oh, or Helio. No. Not, not, not. Well, not only much, that. Much, much. Thank you, I love you. And headlining the party. Douchebags. Moose. Not much motorsport. <laughs> freaks. Not much motorsports. <laughs> Well, Triple F provides us some of this content when it comes to the not much motorsports. And Triple F's comment in regards to the Devin Booker jersey, just burn it. <laughs> and, and, and Triple F's one of those guys where if he can't watch the Bruins play, he records it. And UCLA. he will stay away from any type of audio video box to give him any inclination on how the game went. <laughs> He's superstitious like I am. So yeah, I get it. Well, I don't know if he loses circulation in his fingers. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Arm falls asleep because I will not move it when we are on a scoring streak. <laughs> Just the way I am. <laughs> Statman, you called me last week asking where I would suggest you investing a few of your millions of dollars. Yeah, you never called me back. I, I wanted to save it for this story. All right, there you go. How about a toilet that could pay for your coffee or buy you bananas? A toilet that could buy bananas. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a toilet that can talk and spend money? Yeah, where also human waste is being used to help power a university building. Oh, you're kidding. This is a wait. I kind of like this. Continue. There's an engineer out of South Korea, professor at uh, Olsan National Institute of Science, has designed an eco-friendly toilet connected to a laboratory or laboratory, whatever the hell it is, that converts excrement into biogas and manure. Biogas. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Hey, you guys are biogas over there. Richie saved that forever. Yeah, yeah now see if we did crash, if we'd have said that, that'd have been a drop on the next show. Yeah. Oh, I'm not afraid, Statman. You you should have heard a few years ago when me pronounce Yamaka when I actually read it. 
You ever tried to read and pronounce yamaka? No, not recently. Yamoki? Looks like a yamoki. Yeah, Kitty said, and he was wearing his yamoki. What the hell is that? Kenny, no, that's not what it is. <laughs> oh, my God, you said Neo Guest. <laughs> well, I just blew the lead on that, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> the Bevi toilet, a. That's crash. That's that's Texabonics. <laughs> I wouldn't even get Texas credit for that. <laughs> the toilet uses the vacuum pump to send feces into an underground tank, reducing water use. Their microorganisms break down the waste to methane, which becomes a source of power for the building, powering a gas stove, hot water boiler, and solid oxide fuel cell. Yeah, but the building smells like an outhouse. An average person dumps about 500 grams a day, which can be converted to 50 liters of methane gas. The gas can generate 0.5 kilowatts of electricity or be used to drive a car for about a mile. <laughs> All right. Let that just settle in right there. 100 people equals 100 miles. Yeah. This is NASCAR's next fuel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The biogas. Yeah, it's the biogas tour. The biogas special. There you go. Yeah. Crash, if it's so damn funny, why don't you share a story with the Freak Nation? I can't. I can't. Even your eyes are yeah, watering. See, even with the music in the background, we got to turn. Ooh, there goes the funk. Yeah, right. <laughs> Gonna be All talking right, talking to my daughter about bio gas tomorrow. She's <laughs> <laughs> gonna do a book report on it. Richie, go ahead. We got it. Let's embarrass Kenny from his past days. Hang on a second. Hang on. I got it. Here we go. Okay. Sounds great, Richard. <laughs> no, it's broken. It doesn't work. Never mind. I have of it ready. Of course, it's broken. What's broken? It's a conspiracy. Your Yamolki comment that we recorded mm. and saved. Listen, if you want to, if you want to spell Yamaka, spell it like Y A M I K A. Don't spell it Yamolki. Dang. Y A M U L K A. Right. If you're gonna spell biogas, spell it B Y hyphen O hyphen gas. Bio gas. That's the sign at the gas station. Bio gas. Buy your gas. <laughs> Buy your gas right here. <laughs> there it is, Freak Nation. It must be midnight. We're gone bananas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I didn't get to the one about a strange sea beast with one head but hundreds of anuses. I didn't oh, get to that. Right. Can you do that real quick? No, we don't have time. Got to get that. We've got a minute left here. Damn it. Oh, that's human greatness. Thank you guys for being a part of it. We'll save that for next week. God. Biogas, right here. Biogas. Biogas. Biogas, girlfriend. Come on. Man. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, yes, I did. You missed any of the show? Go to the website. And uh, your mulky. <laughs> yes, There it is. Even with the hillbilly music. <laughs> That's, was that, that was the yeah. millennial music, wasn't it? Was that in the background? Mm hmm. <laughs> Oh, 
Missed it of the show, go to the website.speedfreaks.tvbiogas.com. <laughs> Speedfreaks.tv. And of course, that's Speedfreaks on Twitter. Thank you guys for hanging out. Stab man, shoot the juice to the moose. Cut it loose. Later. Motorsports Radio, redefined. <laughs>